This is uh, the Flat Black Plastic Show. Come to you directly live from the sunny Mission District in San Francisco, California, on the corner of 21st and Florida. In the uh, station you're tuned into is Mutiny Radio FM.
folks, <clears throat> it's a flat black plastic show coming to you on mutinyradio.fm, giving you slices of licorice pizza, serving the underserved. There's more to come. More to come. Memphis Stone Stew. We sell so much of this, they gonna make some Frisco hot stew. Give me about a half a teacup of base. That's our base player from Macon, Georgia, Gerald Jamont. Now we need a pound of fat back drum. Bernard Purdy, ladies and gentlemen, on the drum. Four left pigs the ball and Memphis guitar now.
told mama I'll hit you with my fist <laughs> Look at my sister She was doing a twist She didn't want to fight She was scared already Had too big a fist She didn't want to hit mama Mama told father, don't double it up again. Yeah. She said, do I'm gonna go and call my old friend. She said, my baby child, how have you been? That's me. Fight again and not start again. You know what I mean. He was quieting down. Cause they know this big old six shooting totem lightning had them hit this town. I don't let nobody hit my mama, you know, because and I don't love no grumble. When I tell you, I mean I said. Old pistol totem lightning.
Ou alors seulement parfois du bout des yeux Même riches, ils sont pauvres Ils n'ont plus d'illusions et n'ont qu'un cœur pour deux Chez eux, ça sent le teint, le propre, la lavande et le verbe d'antan Que l'on vive à Paris On vit tous en province Quand on vit trop longtemps Est-ce d'avoir trop ri Que leur voix se lézarde Quand ils parlent d'hier Et d'avoir trop pleuré Que des larmes encore Leur perlent aux paupières et s'ils tremblent un peu, est-ce de voir vieillir la pendule d'argent qui ronronne au salon, qui dit oui, qui dit non, qui dit je vous attends. Les vieux ne rêvent plus, leurs livres sans sommeil, leurs pianos sont fermés. Le petit chat est mort. Le muscat du dimanche ne les fait plus chanter Les vieux ne bougent plus, leurs gestes ont trop de rides Leur monde est trop petit Du lit à la fenêtre, puis du lit au fauteuil Et puis du lit au lit Et s'ils sortent encore, bras dessus, bras dessous Suivre au soleil l'enterrement d'un plus vieux, l'enterrement d'une plus laide, et le temps d'un sanglot oublié toute une heure, la pendule d'argent qui ronronne au salon, qui dit oui, qui dit non, et puis qui les attend. s'endorment un jour et dorment trop longtemps Ils se tiennent la main Ils ont peur de se perdre et se perdent pourtant Et l'autre reste là Le meilleur ou le pire, le doux ou le sévère Cela n'importe pas Celui des deux qui reste se retrouve en enfer Vous le verrez peut-être Vous la verrez parfois en pluie Et en chagrin Traverser le présent En s'excusant déjà De n'être pas plus loin Et fuir devant vous Une dernière fois La pendule d'argent Salon qui dit oui, qui dit non, qui leur dit je t'attends, qui ronronne au salon, qui dit oui, qui dit non, et puis qui nous attend.
Black Black Plastic is the radio show on Mutiny Radio.fm. More, more to come.
one of our big records. And the place you're playing this back in 1962, and we'd like to do it for you, especially for all the requests we have for this tune. It's called Soul Serenade.
Mama gave her and blew your horn. You know the sheep's in the meadow, cows in the corn. Wake up, gave up and blow your horn. You know the sheep's and got in the meadow. Old man and the cows is in the cone. Gable was asleep. Had to wake him up. He's sitting there beside a tree with his hat down over his eyes. When the little boy called him, he was real surprised. But he woke up and he blew the horn like this in. Blow it, Gable.
right, people, that's the end of the Flat Black Plastic Show. Thanks for sticking around. Keep coming back. Serving the underserved. As long as you want me to. Probably wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. My dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Four 
We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes, technology question? Absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also Tuesdays. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. I'm Chuck Weiss, and welcome to Close Encounters. I'll act as your guide while together we explore the twin phenomena of UFOs and alien abduction. In my last podcast, I described how my friend Harold is a genuine psychic who channels a chorus of invisible grays that sometimes answers our questions. 
Tonight, I'll tell you more of what they told us. But first, this message. What is CopWatch? CopWatch is a network of activist organizations in the United States and Canada that observe and document police activity while looking for signs of police misconduct and police brutality. Their database is a permanent searchable repository of complaints filed against police officers at copwatch.org. You can report an incident for a permanent inclusion in their database at copwatch.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco.
tonight I'm featuring the music of Cusco, a composer from Peru. That was titled Northeaster. In my last podcast, titled Two Exclusives, I described what the Greys had told Harold and me about the original alien hybrid program that was started in the 1940s, how it was conducted from an underground laboratory by Nazi paperclip scientists supervised by the Greys and how the war between the Earth and the Flying Saucers started in July of 1947 when our military shot down a disc outside Roswell, New Mexico. Over the years, Harold's Invisible Chorus of Greys has conversed with us on many other topics as well. Here is some more of what they have told us. I was able to find out a little more about the Greys as a species. When I asked, Harold's voices confirmed my suspicion that they worked to perpetuate the mechanism of reincarnation. In my book and in Episode 6 of these Close Encounter podcasts, I explain how I came to this startling conclusion. The Greys are interdimensionals in that they come from another dimension rather than being true extraterrestrials, beings from other planets like Earth. That being said, however, I will often use the term ETs when referring to any species not of this earth, including the greys. It is the duty of the small greys to genetically create the physical bodies into which they place our souls about to be reborn. Our bodies are evidently custom-made. They compared it to creating a glove to fit a specific hand. The greys are sometimes said to use the word container when referring to the human body, but that's not true. They use the word shell instead. Container is a word that was most likely coined by Majestic so that they could determine the source of any report that used it. Those that refer to shells are considered genuine, while those that use the word container are known to originate from one of their own disinformation sources. I asked the Greys directly, and they confirmed my suspicions that the human race is one of their creations. Actually, the Greys are not the only ones to have had a hand in the making of humans. The three specific classifications of man, Occidental, Oriental, and Negroid, are actually mixtures of three different alien DNA strands with a species of primate here on Earth, most likely the bonobo chimpanzee. The missing link, for which anthropologists have long been looking, is in fact a gray. Although the greys admit that they are one of the three alien races that use their own DNA to create Homo sapiens sapien, modern man, they didn't specify the other two alien donor species. The greys are cloned to their specific purpose and are awakened with full memory of their previous incarnations. Until recently, the greys have been an unemotional species, but they've recently created, through their own alien hybrid program, a new generation of themselves with the full base of human emotions. Harold and I found that his chorus will sometimes evade a question. While they have been surprisingly forthcoming on several subjects and have answered many specific questions that we've asked, Harold and I found that they will remain silent, A, when humans wouldn't understand the answer, their words, B, when the greys genuinely don't know the answer, or C, when they've been told to remain silent by still higher beings than themselves. There is a definite hierarchy in the heavens above us. At first, the answers we received to our questions often seemed ambiguous or even contradictory. Now, whenever Harold submits a question to his chorus, he has them vote so that we can have a better feel for the validity of any answer that they give. 
on any specific question, they'll report back to him on the percentage that voted yes or no, as well as those that declined to say anything at all. Now that half of Harold's chorus is made up of the new emotional gray hybrids that are much more sympathetic to us humans, a vote of 65% is considered to be almost unanimous. The tall grays are what have been called throughout the centuries guardian angels. They are assigned to a human individual for their lifetime and facilitate all the major life events that have been programmed to unfold, beginning obviously with the person's birth. Later on, at the outset of puberty, a follow-up visit is scheduled to monitor the hormonal changes taking place. Another major life event of concern to the Greys comes when the individual is of an age when he or she can start a family. For abductee experiencers, the selection of a mate is seldom, if ever, left to chance. Originally, the Greek god Cupid shot his arrows not to create feelings of love between two people, but instead strong feelings of lust. The ancient pagan festivals that honored that horny little deity always ended in revelry and sex orgies. Cupid was, in fact, a grey. Creating feelings of heavy lust between two people whose DNA is considered to be a good match is their favorite method of bringing people together for procreation. For them, it's all about getting the next generation born, moving that DNA on down the line. Some of the family bloodlines that are monitored go back to the creation of civilization itself, to the first cities that man built after trading in his old nomadic existence for the food surpluses that an agricultural life could offer. Abraham, the patriarch of the Hebrews, was born in Ur, the first documented city ever built, and Jews as a people have long been of special interest to the Greys. People of Scottish or Celtic ancestry are also tracked because of their ancient lineage. It was recently discovered, for example, that the gene for red hair comes down to us from Neanderthal man, who we now know lived alongside modern man and mated with him before dying out as a parallel species. Indigenous people the world over are also candidates for long-term monitoring by the greys. The greys have been with mankind from the beginning of time and have made the human race to receive the souls that they recycle. That's why they know us so well. They created us and the world on which we live. Earth was seeded with life so that it could be used as a school where souls incarnate in order to gain the experience necessary to advance to higher orders of consciousness. There are many other planets that host sentient life, but none evidently with as large an emotional base as us humans. Harold was told that while other life forms may be capable of two or three emotional responses at best, they have nowhere near the broad range of feelings that we do. It is the wide range of emotions that we can draw on in any situation that allows us to have and exercise free choice. We have the ability to choose different ways to react, and that creates multiple possibilities. Souls that want to take the fast track to consciousness raising elect to incarnate here on Earth. But, as we all know, it's not easy. Earth is a tough school and recognized as such throughout the galaxy. Only the most determined to advance choose to be born here. Because of the importance that higher beings place on Earth and its inhabitants, no aliens are allowed to interfere with the affairs of men. There is a Star Trek-like prime directive in place, and it's just not permitted. They can visit to observe, but that's all. 
But what then to make of the stories of aliens seen working alongside humans in underground bases? Although I've never given such tales much credence, thinking that they were retellings of old disinformation pieces, I decided to ask Harold's voices nonetheless, and was surprised by the answer they gave. The aliens that are seen working with the military are clones, created using DNA taken from the bodies recovered from downed saucers. They are soulless creatures, not having been infused with one, and are raised by Majestic for its own purposes. Which leads me to restate what I've said before, but needs to be as widely understood as possible. There are no hostile aliens visiting Earth. Any stories to the contrary are either outright pieces of disinformation or hysterical interpretations of the available evidence. No less a personage than Dr. Werner von Braun. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco
Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion. We run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. October 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda, headlining 50 Minutes, opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10, Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please... Come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now. For the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click on the submission.
submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? 